0: Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 740. And today we're looking into part two of the city of Genki 48, which is wisdom. Yesterday we were looking into this um, definition of knowing and knowledge and not knowing and how that alludes to... um, Kind of like the reflection of the ma- ma- the manifestation of wisdom, rather than wisdom itself. Because every time we're talking about cities here, we're talking about stuff that can't be talked about. This stuff is beyond words. The true ex- experience of of a city, um, it's beyond words. Words are so incredibly limited for everything, but particularly to describe a city and and also you know we were talking about how the reason we focus on this cities is um to align ourselves with the with the future timeline or start downloading the future of ascension because this is this is our destiny but this isn't something you do and it's very important to uh, realize because a lot of people spend so much time, and, and it's funny because I've done it, right? You um, you get so, so head tripped about enlightenment now. I'm going to sit down and meditate for 10 hours, you know? And you go to all these retreats and, and you try all these fucking things and. Talk about spiritual shit all the time and, you know, do your astral traveling and now you're vegan and, you know, you're like light. And now you can sense everybody's thoughts and blah, 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 blah. right? And then and, and it's sad. And it's funny, but it's sad at the same time. I mean, it's like at some point it all goes down, down, you know, the toilet. One day you feel like it doesn't matter how much you fucking do. It, it, you're not getting enlightened, like like that thing you're seeking—that wisdom or, or whatever it is—you know that realization, that the divine experience. The more you you try to to replicate, the more angry and weird and and upset you become, and and that that's that's when the dark night begins. Right? You're like fuck. I've been doing, I've been doing all my yoga and uh, and all the whatever, you know, I I did the ayahuasca and the whole fucking thing, you know, and you're like, fuck, you know, I feel like shit. Why? Because you're looking for something, not realizing that it's already here. We're going to be looking at what is wisdom. Ultimately, is the realization of simplicity. The realization of ordinariness, the the realization of the beauty of life as it is. The more we seek enlightenment, the the more we get away, far away from it. That's why sometimes you you meet a lot of enlightened assholes out there. You know, it's like, oh my fucking god! You know, I found much nicer people in in you know in the slums. Obviously, I mean, there's assholes everywhere, but and, and you know. <laughs> But it's true. I mean, we do become at some point the spiritual asshole. And its, it's <laughs> I laugh about it because I've been that shit, you know what I mean? Every now and then it pops out. And, and what it is, is, you know, you're just upset. You're upset because you're not getting where you want to go. Where is this fucking wisdom that I'm supposed to have? You know, because I know everything now. I know how the universe works. Why am I not wise? You know, why am I not enlightened? Or I'm enlightened now, but then tomorrow I feel like sharing these ups, ups and downs, ups and downs. Why? It doesn't matter how much fucking yoga you do or how many, how much time. I guess, I guess at some point after many lifetimes, it, it does come a point where you can sit down under the tree for like, you know, six months. And, and at that point, you are almost on your way to, you know, the, the avatar, right? It, it does come that point. Um, but if you're not there, trying to push it is not going to work. The best thing that we can do in our lives is, is experience fulfillment. Fulfillment is love. Experience living life from within the love of God. And when you live that life, now you start seeing the beauty of ordinariness. And that, you know, ironically, that is enlightenment. That, you know, it's much more um, possible that a city will dawn on you because you're in love with your ordinary life. Than if you're fucking working your ass off to be the best fucking yogi ever, or whatever, Rishi <laughs> you know, staring at the candle and the mirror, you know. I'm not saying that all of that stuff is not fun or good or that you know, practicing, you know, extrasensory perception and all of this stuff is not, it's not fun, or it's not cool, or it's not, you know, all of that is great. Whatever it is that you know, whatever your whatever rocks your boat, you know. What I'm saying is whatever we do, do it because you want to, not because you want to get something. And th- this is the attitude of the personality that uh, we talk about here. Because as soon as we want something, it means that we are existing within time because we don't have it. And that is the very nature of this multiverse. This multiverse is made out of time. So as soon as we bring time into the equation, then we're not there. And, and the, the irony is that there is nothing but here. There's no time. There's no space. It's all here. And that is the wisdom. That is the realization, right? That is the, the realization that whatever you seek is here in your heart. When you look in at life through your heart. And through the love that you have already within you, you find beauty everywhere. You find that ordinariness. You find God in everything. And that is enlightenment, right? But it's not something that you're seeking for. In fact... You know, <laughs> I laugh because I've, I've been there and it was ridiculous. You can look back at your life and now you can laugh at all the stupid things that you did. And you go like, fuck, man, I did that shit. <laughs> I did that one too. You know? <laughs> And and you laugh. But when you were there, it was awful. And, you know, I mean, you don't get it because you're this big thing. Big fucking powerful meditator master shit fuck. You know, I'm the... Look at me. I'm going to fly tomorrow. And, and one day you don't. And then it starts degenerating. But... And and it all comes down to because we're gonna be diving into that today, it all comes down to learning how to find that internal yin yang balance, right? That male female polarity. And and I see Richard tilts a lot in his in his Jinky's book uh, towards the feminine. Maybe because he's a man, you know, he's trying to integrate that fifty percent that polarity. But ultimately, um it has to be a balance so wisdom is not female you know he he and we're going to be talking looking into how he you know he talks about the entry point into wisdom is female but it is not it is depolarized in like everything else not only for the city you know our our true work is really making the move from the shadow to the gift by um by making that 50-50% balance, male-female true yin and yang Uh, and ultimately you could call that depolarization, right? Because when we're looking at the Kundalini going up the the seven seals we got the first three seals we got polarized male and female positive, negative, right? But we get to the heart when we get to the heart then it opens up and it depolarizes because now you got a violet... Infra, ultra ultraviolet blue light that has no polarity. there's no polarity on that type of light is um, it's just one light and so and so that's what we're talking about here ultimately when we' and we talked about that yesterday a little bit you know the wisdom is is embodied in the physical body but it's also embodied information that has become knowledge uh, that has become truth of metaphysical um, information from the from the higher bodies. And particularly the way that I see it, wisdom begins at the fourth seal. Now, a lot of people talk about, you know, the solar plexus and, you know, that's the state of the body and all of that stuff. And that's all stuff, you know, that is basic human. You know, you want to be a solid human. Yes, put your center in the solar plexus, but no, that's not where we're going. We're going home. So the center is the bridge, is the fourth seal. It's above the solar plexus. And, and, and it becomes metaphysical because at that point you have no polarity. There's no polarized. There's no swinging. There's no uh, clinging or, or to time because there's you know at that point time has begun to dissolve. We're still going to have some time after that, but it's not going to be the same time. It's not going to be polarized time. And we're going to be talking about what, what I mean with that. Uh, but before we dive into that, um, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to jorn.tv, that's jour TV. that's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a black menu with five links. One of them in the center says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode and I'll get you started with what we're doing here we're learning how to use this tool, it's a tool, the system called the Gene keys, which is an updated version of the ancient Chinese I Ching, uh, which is the Book of Changes, and it, it basically maps the changes of life. And uh, we have, uh, as we see it, as I see, it, this Gene keys, basically we have a map of 64 attitudes, Junction points in consciousness where we encounter change. If we are capable of understanding the nature of change and how we can dance with change instead of fighting it, then we f- we can find fulfillment in our lives. We can find the true meaning of love and the true meaning of unique self-expression, right? And that is how we find the doorway of the present, Which is the doorway to the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is here now. Only if we can be here now. (laughs) Be here now just like that great book. uh, Maharashi something. I don't remember what it was called. Be here now. Right? Be here now. But why can't we fucking be here now? We're here for like five seconds. And then now you're thinking about you changing a tire on the car, you know, or going for a grocery shopping. Or, you know, worse, you start, you know, having an argument with your wife or your mom, you know, and like that happened 20 years ago. And like, how the fuck is that? Why am I thinking about that shit? Or now you're worrying about money. You see, we're not fucking here. Because who are we? We are the observer. That observers right? With our attention, positions our attention somewhere. Where is our attention? And all of this stuff is because we have attention in the unconscious. We call this shadows. And so the work we're doing here is is uh, becoming conscious of the unconscious, transforming shadows into light, which is, you know, um, fear into love. And it's not that fear even exists. There's only love, but you know love is so vast that it allows us to even deny it that is the love of love the love of god you know if you want to deny love and live in fear that is my gift to you it's it's when you feel that love it's it's so profound how how deep is that love how deep is your love? How deep is your... Like, Isn't the Bee Gees or something, right? Oh, man, those good songs from the 70s. But, um, you know, that that depth of that love is so profound because it allows us to deny it. And that is the fear, right? And we call the shadows. And they accumulate in the unconscious. That is the problem, you know. Yes, you can go into the dark side, to experience the dark side—that is the gift of God. He has given us, which is deny that love. Right now, I'm afraid because I'm, I'm separated. But it isn't. All of that is a head trip. We're just head tripping because there's nothing but life. Right? You can't end life. Life is whether, whether you know, in, with whatever you are in your evolutionary state, you believe that it—that's cool or not. It Doesn't matter. Life is, and so you get to have the choice whether to be. Uh, what it was like Hamlet would say, to be or not to be, that is the question, right? I mean, it definitely is something more profound, hasn't been said ever, you know what I mean? It is definitely that. Um, but at, at that point you say, um, when you're in that place, to have that ability to deny love and experience fear, well, the problem with that is that it's pretty fucking toxic. So um, it accumulates lifetime after lifetime. And now we're dealing with stuff that it's old as fuck. In the unconscious, we come, we land. It, c- it comes with the body because the body comes pre-programmed. This is how advanced this technology is. We're riding these biomachines, these bodies that are incredibly advanced. Whatever they're doing this with this robotics and artificial intelligence is peanuts, you know. It's 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 toys, you know. This is our true technology. We need to learn how to properly use it. Use it. And uh, the problem is that they don't know how to activate it because it's activated through love. Without love, you ain't going anywhere. If your if your goal is to control others to have power, you are not going to activate the bio machine. And so that's what we're doing here: learning to reclaim that power lost. I guess you could say it's not lost because it's stuck it's stuck in the unconscious and unstuck it so that we don't have leaks of attention in the unconscious and then we can be present and when we're present our manifestations unfold when you are in love in your heart you are not in a state of need and, and clinging and fear and you're seeking security and comfort you know you're flowing with the universe you're full of energy because you're full of life itself. And that's what we are, right? So that's our work we're doing here. So, on episode 256, on that page, there's a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. Click on that link. That'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your hologenetic profile, which is the map that we're using to enter into our study of the jinkies. We have all these 64 attitudes, these 64 junction points of consciousness, these changes of life within ourselves. But um, it's a profound study. So, you know, we use this map to enter into it. It's hologenetic, meaning that all you have to do is penetrate one of these jinkies. And as soon as you enter through one of them, you will open up all of them gradually right so when you look at this map it has 11 entry points uh just look at wherever makes the most sense that, that that calls your attention the most and enter through that and then you can find the you know podcast episodes in john.tv for for we have tons of episodes about all of this stuff, 740 you know so we have a bunch of stuff here and um but that's this is our the whole point is, is contemplation contemplation calls forth the experience. We're looking for experience so that we can have knowledge so that that knowledge eventually can turn into wisdom. Right? And so these are very different words that Richard uses because he, he 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 thinks that knowledge is... It, it, he The way he uses knowledge is he's actually referring to data and information. When I talk about knowledge, I'm, I'm talking about embodied information. And so... Next thing, next level of embodied information is, is an accumulation of that embodied information. Now you have experienced truth and ultimately you're going to have wisdom. This wisdom is, is the consequences of information that has become embodied that now you know. And what, it, what is knowledge is to be in knowledge of is to be enlightened, right? So uh, get your map. And then come back to episode 256, and there's a whole explanation there to how to get started with this all of this study we're doing here. If you want to learn more about me, about Planet Homemaking, about TV, about Pearl Planet, all of that stuff, click on the About tab and listen to episode one. Our goal here with this brand is um, to help lay out the blueprint for a real civilization. Because the one we have is, is a lie. It's, it's, a, it's a sham. We are living, I mean, we are real, our relationships are real, our creations are real, but once they get absorbed into the system, this whole system, we're, it's a system based on, on fear. It's a matrix, hierarchical matrix system, uh, and it's collapsing right now. So um, we're not here to, um, you know, uh, waste our time fighting this system, that, that's a trap. That's what, um, you know, the system wants you to fight it because now you're fighting the system. You are a renegade. Ugh, it's a fucking waste of time. We're not here to do that. We're here to um, po- focus our attention on, on building a new reality. Uh, and that's how o- organically, because it's so much more advanced and it makes, you know, the old system, uh, it just makes it obsolete. Just like any upgrade to any uh, operating system or anything, you know, as an example. But, um but the way we do this is, uh, it's not by building anything or getting together or trying to, you know, do mass meditations and any of that shit. That Those are consequences. The way we do it is by broadcasting a very specific frequency signal that each one of us has. And it comes about when you are expressing, when you are true to yourself, when you are having a true individual self-expression. And and that is pure love. That is the activation of love of the fourth seal. Now you're broadcasting a signal and that signal automatically connects to everybody that's open and, and, and is broadcasting their signal. That's how you build this network, this web. And it's invisible and it's happening all over the world. And this is the blueprint of the future. Because when you are in that place, it doesn't fucking matter what you do. Everything you do from that place will work and will be. And then at that point, if you want to sit down, and meditate or, you know, do yoga retreats, or whatever, you know, or you, you want to write a book or you want to create a whole business organization, it's going to work. And what I mean by work is vibrationally is going to have that foundation of the future that is real because it's coming from love, not from fear. And so that is what we're here and our goal here is is to to help all of us share information so that we can turn ourselves on. and that's that's our goal here with this brand. So let's dive into the second part of this city of Jinky 48, which is wisdom and uh, and and you know ultimately we're talking about ordinariness here the realization that life is beautiful and that life is there is no meaning except the one you give it and that is why it has no meaning it's it's a white label life is a white label why because that's love you want to you want it to be horrifying and a horror story Okay, it's gonna be awful for a few lifetimes, and then you're gonna get bored of that, and now you're gonna wanna, you know, dress differently. Because that's what it is. We are the children of God. We are dressing differently on every lifetime. Because that's the love of God, so vast and infinite that it allows us to play all the games that we want for as long as you want. You wanna be the fucking spiritual guru? Go ahead. You want to be the spiritual devotee? Go ahead. You want to be the fucking murderer? Go ahead. That's going to be a nasty one. But all of those experiences and all of those lifetimes, and, you know, if you're already at this kind of point of listening to this kind of stuff, you've probably already been through a lot of nasty stuff in other lifetimes. Because usually what it is, is you go, in order for for us to really want to listen about love, true love not 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 wanting other people to love us but we wanting to deciding to love that is love love is the love you give right not because you're going to get love but because you have so much that love itself cannot be contained within you and and that happens when you start observing life and the ordinariness of life as it is so um, Richard talks about the feminine as the entry point into this Jinky g- g- city of Jinky 48, right, of wisdom. And um, I don't disagree, but I don't necessarily believe that that's ultimately what that's what's going to get to wisdom, you know. Because it, it, wisdom isn't that. Wisdom is, wisdom is timelessness. And wisdom is, you know... When 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 there is no time there's also no polarity. And so you're not gonna have male or female, it's depolarized. And and so I guess you could say the female will kinda of guide you towards that, but then at some point it has to dissolve back into this fifty fifty male female polarity or completely depolarized, become neutral. Um but it could you could say okay, it's like You know, it's taking you by the hand, you know, say, okay, I'm going to take you through the archetypes of, you know, all these wild, uh, you know, freedom, right? And show you a world beyond logic, right? And then eventually we arrive there, right? So, um, wisdom itself is beyond opposites. (laughs) I love that. That's exactly right. The nature of the feminine simply points the way towards this embodiment. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. The images that have been used to describe wisdom are thus feminine in nature. Water, wellsprings, valleys, and darkness are all examples. Water is one of the greatest symbols for, for the nature of wisdom uh, because its nature is paradoxical. It is empty yet full, and this is something I really, I really see it because I, 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 I heard the 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 truth, uh, the embodied truth of 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 Bruce Lee when he's talking about you know, water, be like water, because water can can flow or it can crash, right? It can take the shape of whatever it's contained in, so it's the greatest power. Um, it's actually not the greatest power. The greatest power is wind but um but it is the greatest power that 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 exists in in physicality because wind is like a whole other level but um so water is one of the greatest symbols for the nature of wisdom because its nature is paradoxical it is empty yet full weak yet strong resistant yet yielding and this is exactly what i'm talking about with the polarity the wisdom the manifested embodied wisdom is the male female 50-50% empty yet full weak yet strong resistant yet yielding or i would say strong yet weak it's all the same thing because it's the, the yin and yang it's it's that polarized and depolarized i guess embodied uh balance harmony right um Ultimately, it shapes itself to the vessel it is held in. And when the vessel has gone, it dissipates yet lives on. One who is truly wise is like water. In all these ways, we are wise because we do not know that we are wise. (laughs) We are powerful because we do not care about power. Ultimately, that's it. True power comes to those that are not, not, not interested in them. And we are fearless because we do not really exist. And that's what I keep saying. People don't exist. And ultimately, this is, I see it too when you, you know, because if you manifest the city, the personality dissolves. That's what I mean by people, you know. People don't exist. The personality doesn't exist. There is only the observer, one observer that is so advanced that it's observing simultaneously through all of us. Because it's not like it's giving free will to the children. It is it is giving free will to itself. But itself is, is so advanced that it can be the infinite of points of manifestation, points of choice, of attention that we all are. And so as you return back to the source... Because that's what the city is, right? Is the, it's the entrance, entrance into the seventh room where, where you return back home to God. You return back to that one point that sees everything. But the way to get back is by becoming you. Realizing that unique point of frequency, expression and observation. And so at that point... You come back to that; and <laughs> nothing exists. You know, there's just God. There's just love. So the question of all seekers of wisdom is how to attain it, and this is what I was talking about earlier. You know, the more you fucking seek, the less you're gonna get, because you are. <laughs> but you still have to seek. You know, what I mean, it's not like it's like this is this is a funny thing? Cause, you know, and 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 Richard talks about this Advaita Vedanta too, and right? people say, well, because you know. We're here and everything's here. You don't have to seek it. But it's a trap because you do have to seek it because you are where you are. And that is is probably the most important thing to recognize is you are where you are in your spiritual evolution. Don't let anybody tell you there's anything fucking wrong with you wherever you are. And so the seeking that at some point when you when you I I mean, it's not at some point. It's every, every everybody seeking something in their lives whatever they're seeking it is the spirit their spiritual journey they're seeking happiness they're seeking money they're seeking you know fame they're seeking you know god or they're seeking truth or wisdom or you know whatever it is we're all seeking for the same thing which is returning back home to god and we're trying to do it in any of these ways but it is very important to allow ourselves to go with our natural inner drive The inner drive will will get you to the lesson that you need to in order to have the life that you're here to... Because it's already been laid out. Before incarnation, we laid out kind of like a rough sketch. And we have these specific junction points towards we're moving to. And that's our inner drive is, 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 you know, pulling us in that direction towards that junction and the next junction and the next junction, you know. And if we don't listen then we end up living somebody else's life. Maybe they've already been through so much and they can tell you so much, but you're not there. And so trying to be there is going to feel unauthentic and you're going to... You know, that's why a lot of people, there's a lot of fanatics, right, that that are born in all these, you know, ashrams and and followers, following spiritual teachers and all this bullshit, right? Because... They want to f- so much something that they don't realize that they already have, and this is the seeking, right? So, where is it? The question of all seekers of wisdom is how to attain. <laughs> this is the question at the heart of all the mysteries and all of the great religions and sciences. Modern science continues to try and find. The single unified theory that will resolve all questions about the universe. But the answer exists within the question itself. How to attain wisdom? (laughs) It's ridiculous. And it's funny. So um, just as it it exists within the individual... The answer exists within the question and within the individual. The only true manifestation of wisdom is complete ordinariness. (laughs) When this city dawns within an individual, that individual ceases to exist but becomes (laughs) an aspect of life. Of of the one, right? And it's I don't even think it be I don't you know see it as it becoming an aspect. It becomes the one because it is the one. It, it it doesn't become the one. It remembers that it is the one. So uh, the one whole organism, right? Functioning spontaneously and innocently, and that is what we are, right? Ultimately, just like like you know. Like when you look at an animal, like a, a squirrel or something, why are they just walking like this and then just jumping? Why are they, why, why, why left Not or, or right? Why, why looking at, why? Why a fly flies like a fly or a bird? Life is, and that is the wisdom, right? That is that ordinariness. But we are also that at the level where we are, right? So the irony is that this is exactly what the individual was before wisdom occurred. In other words, wisdom changes nothing inside us. It is this realization that brings about wisdom. And he's so right on that one. I have to give it to him because that's exactly right. You know, but it comes... After the journey of playing the games of power and sexual domination and either male or female, whatever fucking head trip you're in, you know, and all of that, the fear, the pain, the suffering, the doubts and you were present to all of them because that is life. The life is to be present to all the suffering And let it pass through you so that you can have the experience. So that you can have the knowledge. So that that knowledge can turn into wisdom. Which is coming back full circle to the like, you know, it's all here. And now you understand why. So wisdom is rooted in utter trust of the body. And I, uh, you know this could be misunderstood depending on on where you are in your evolutionary state Because, uh, yes when you trust the body the body's in in you know the body's actually um the body's actually in the past it's not in the present because whatever it's the body's telling you it already happened what you have in the present is your emotions though the the mind is in the future. Uh, or the past, we can go to the past, but the past is usually emotions, right? Uh, the, it's usually, so it's like trusting your body is more like, I would say, more like a, a like a, like a checkup, you know, like okay, okay, okay I, I, I gotta listen to to what what's happening. Now, when you f- fine tune the, the the bio machine, then fuck yeah, the body becomes a, a compass. You begin to listen to your whole body, to life. And it's amazing, right? But, you know, you got to address this from all levels of reality because I've been through all of those. So through the eyes of wisdom, everything within the sphere of human experience can be reduced to simple physical sensation. And, you know, I, I totally fucking disagree with that shit, you know. I I guess, I guess when he's saying everything within the sphere of human experience, but at the same time, you know, you need to define what is the human, you know, if you're talking about just the human is the physical, then I guess, yes, he's right, but I don't, I don't see it like that, you know, I I, like physical sensation um, is just the first layer of reality. There's, there's at least seven so you know the way that i'm seeing wisdom is is integrating that physical experience with the other body so that you start having multidimensional you know sensations if you if you want to call it like that so the body must be allowed to feel the way it feels uh you know and he says it must be allowed to think the way it thinks but again that's the body doesn't think is the personality the the, the mind that is thinking And yes, you do have to allow your journey, right? If you want to go fucking snort cocaine for the next 20 years and that's your thing, you know, fuck yeah, go, go, you know, help, you know, have fun and and, and die in peace. (laughs) Hopefully you don't get an overdose, you know, we have to go through our life Whatever it is that it's organic, that it's natural, that is why you have so much, you know, conflict among parents and kids when the kids only want to do something, and it doesn't make sense to the parents. Why the fuck you want to do that? You know, because everybody's got their own journey. You cannot go around and, and and assume that you know why people have to do whatever they need to do. They have their own journey. But ultimately what we're doing is is experiencing all of life to the point that we get to the city, to the wisdom, right? But before we can have that understanding of ordinariness and that joy of the ordinariness, we have had to go through all of life. And, you know, most of us, we have done that because in this lifetime, we've had a lot of lifetimes where we've been everything, So you do have to be everything. You have to be the, you know, the the victim and the victimizer and the king and the pauper. And you have to be the lover and the loved and the unloved. And you have to be gay and you have to be a man and a woman. You've been all of it. We've been all of it. And so if we are, the way that I see it is if we're looking at this stuff right now, it means that we're, you know, we've done a lot of it. Yet we still have work to do. You know, and that's why we're looking into the unconscious, right? So that we can make sure that we're done with all of this stuff. So yeah, you need to allow the body to do its thing and act to act the way it acts. Nothing the body does can be wrong. And that is true because the body, when you learn how to live in harmony with your body... You will find it like it's like the best, most docile, most beautiful creature that has been given to serve you, and and we 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 don't have that relationship with our body. The the more you identify with your body, the more you say I am your body, the less you can have a relationship with your body. So when you see your body as this beautiful bio machine, this 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 creature. That we're riding in this reality and that it works with us. It loves us. It loves us so much that it doesn't want us to die. We don't die, but it dies, right? So it's, it's like, you know, the more you love, and I mean love, not, not, not uh, bullshit, the more you love your body, the more it will start behaving like it should. And what I mean by should is is in the present, right? It's going to heal organically. It's going to behave organically. It's not going to, I mean, because uh, the, the, if if the body's sick, it means that we're out of sync. And so if we if we if we are listening to this guidance to return to ordinariness, we listen to the body. But like I said, you know, we might have been. So off track. Then now, you listening to your body it might mean something really weird because there's such a disconnection that it might not ultimately be healthy. I mean, it, it you know there is many there's many unhealthy journeys that eventually will take you to you know like that breaking point. So so it's not like anything's gonna ultimately be wrong, uh, you know. But we we need to learn the difference between you know a healthy body and an and, and, and addiction of the personality. Because here's the thing, the body becomes addicted to chemicals that comes from the secretion of hormones that comes from our um, habits of attention. We are the ones who have the habits of attention. And so When you get lost in listening to the body and the body is addicted to an emotion, addicted to a a chemical that creates an emotion, you're in a loop. So you're thinking, but I'm listening to my body and my body tells me that I need to do this fucking thing over over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. That is not what I'm talking about. So you need to, you need to, the most important thing is realize our habits of, of uh, attention. And that is why we're diving into the unconscious, right? Because, so that we can clear these habits of attention. Because otherwise you're going to get mixed signals and, and, and you're going to get stuck in loops. And you say, but I'm listening to the body. No, the body wants its fucking, you know, cookies. <laughs> what, I want sugar now. I want to, I want to eat now. Why? Because you've been feeding it sugar for a long time. Now it wants it, and same thing with pain or suffering. You know, at some point, it's not a matter of understanding the ex- the emotion or the shadow. Is that you're stuck in it, and 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 we're not going to get through unless we truly feel it and truly become present with the experience, and and but we need to know the difference between that and an addiction and and so th- that's very important because wisdom does not come until your heart sings when your heart is singing now you know wisdom is in your heart so um so it is a false concept that there is a way to be harmonious and a way to be inharmonious that is the root of all ho- human dilemmas and he's talking here from the sh- from the city you know i mean you cannot say that statement from the shadow or the gift you have to say it from the city because at that point there is no time so there is no harmony or this harmony it's it's all love right but when you are in the fucking grinding you know there definitely is fucking there is there's a journey so it's all from where you come that you can say these things. So there, um, there is nothing but harmony and there is nothing but wisdom. Yes, at its very core. There is nothing but love. Like I keep saying, re- fear doesn't exist. So we must come to realize through whatever experiences the body follows that our acts, thoughts, and movements emerge from the totality rather than having an independent source. And... um And again, he's talking from the city, you know, everything that the individual self-expression broadcast as a unique frequency signal. At its very core, it has its source in the divine light of creation, which is one light, right? But the shard that comes through you, it's a very unique frequency, Right. In order to go back to the source of the light, you follow that unique self-expression back to its source, back to the source of energy. Right. So, you know, you need to know where you are and where we are not in the city. You know, otherwise you wouldn't be fucking listening to this podcast. I wouldn't be recording it. You know, we're not there. Be aware of that. Yes, we do get glimpses. We get moments. It might be like realizations, you know. Richard Rod had one that lasted three days or something like that, or a week or something like that. You know, some people have, I have, you know, I've had moments of like, whoa, my God. And then you're not the personality. You're gone. You're, You're like the universe. People had experiences with mushrooms or LSD or Or in dreams, or out of body, when they die, suddenly they have a near-death experience. We're having these experiences all the time, right? This is why we're contemplating the city, so that we can download and get these glimpses. um, Because it aligns us with the timeline, ultimately. Our work here is to become fully present. That's our work. And that is something that we can do by becoming aware of all our fears. And let them be and then realize that we're still here. And so why are you still afraid? Because fear only exists within time. If you take time out of the equation, which is the, the job that we're here to do, experience time to the point that we realize that we can navigate time. But in consciousness within ourselves, there's no time. And now you're present, right? So um, the 48th uh, Genki... G- 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 um, you know, we, we're we seeing how inadequate human beings can feel in the shadow, right, in the shadow of inadequacy when faced with the many challenges we each have in our life. And this is because the personality is trying to fucking do the, the personality can't solve problems. It can only organize data and give you options. That's all it does. And so we need to understand that there's, there's, it's like, it's a computer, you know. The computer is not going to solve any problem unless you actually, you know, push the buttons. You have to push the buttons and tell them, well, I want this. Even AI right now, if you want the AI to give you something, you have to type it, you know, give me a photo of, you know, a puppy you know, and then it's going to give you a puppy, but then that's not the puppy you're looking for. You know, I want, now you have to simply, you know, if you, if the same with a browser, you know, if you want to find images on Google, you know, you got to give it specifics, specifics and get to the point, but who is doing that and why? And so, you know, um, the personality is not here to solve our problems, right? And that's how we feel in the shadow. That is the shadow of inadequacy. We went through all of that stuff, right? So we feel we can't move through the challenges of our life. So we are designed to feel this inadequacy because it is the beginning of our journey. We all start with not knowing. And and, and, and here's the thing, the not knowing at the beginning is very different of the not knowing at the end of the road, you know, if we're going to take the words of Richard, right? So, um... So there is wisdom even within this inadequacy because it is felt by the body. We are having the experience. Your mental anxiety is also an aspect of your bodily wisdom, as are your desires, fantasies, anger, contempt, and lust. He's kind of trying to um, put it into the body, but he's he's missing the part of the addiction uh, because it's a bio-machine. The body is a bio-machine. And, and it's going to give you, as long as we're polarized, we are un, 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 unstable, we are, we are tilted either to the male or the female, right? The good and the bad, we're going to have that, the body creating chemicals because our attention, it's all because of our attention, our attention is unbalanced, right? and so our attention is 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 creating neuro um el- electrical currents in, in our brain that is giving orders to our glands to secrete the the chemicals that are going to you know flood our body with these chemicals that we get to experience as emotions right so all of these emotions are important because this is this is this is how we learn from life but we need to know the difference between having the experience and looping on the experience. And then how can we let. And the loop is the unconscious. Being unconscious. That's when we are leaking energy. So making that loop conscious. Now let that fear pass through you. Because it's all fear. At the shadow. Be with it. Let it sit. And take responsibility. that it's becoming empowered. Boom. Now the energy is going up. And now we're going into the fourth sea. And the fourth and the fifth seal is the gift, right? When we're in the gift, we're in the fourth and fifth seal. There is no polarity there. We have um, fulfillment. And as we reach fulfillment, we reach the sixth seal. When we have this city, when there is no more p- personality. Personality is gone because we still have personality in the fourth and fifth. We still have time, but we don't have that. Um, we have feelings, which is state of being like with joy and, and, and love. But we don't have the emotions that is the swing from this polarity of male and female because we have reached that, you know, unified balance, equality, right? And um, so we need to be very aware of this because when he's he's talking about listen to the body. Yeah, because your body works fantastic because maybe you can you've been working on it for the last, you know, 20,000 lifetimes but a lot of people are say listen to the body but i'm a fucking mess all i want to do is sh- sh- you know shoot heroin or fucking get drunk or-, or go fuck everybody or get in a fight you know at that point your body is not in in alignment you need to you need to get the body in 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 alignment before you can listen to the body and listening to the body will get it in alignment so it's not like Listening to it is not going to get you there, but it's important to know the difference between that and an emotional addiction. And so um, so if every feeling, and he's not saying feeling, he's, he's meaning emotion. If every emotion is allowed and lived out fully and in trust, then this deep inner vibration of fear within us eventually fizzles out. And that is true but it's not feeling that he, because feeling it's already depolarized. Um, so the fear is really the fear of fear itself. And when it is looked squarely in the face, then all other fears are reduced to bodily sensations that continually arise and disappear again. And eventually the body starts creating um, a different kind of cocktail of chemicals because now you're vibrating at a different frequency, so you're creating a different body. And ultimately, the body genetics are going to sh- are shifting and it's going to be the body of the Homo Sanctus that we're making because of consciousness, right? So the feeling of intense bliss, and now this would be a feeling, for example, is no different from the feeling of lust or even physical pain. And he's talking about at the acidic state. Not from where we are here. When you're at the city state, everything is is divine. So there is no lust or fear or pain or, or, or bliss. It's all bliss. So the body simply follows its own wisdom and this wisdom dissolves that which ident- identifies with the sensations. Because beyond that, the, the wisdom at that point dissolves every single limitation. So what the forty-eight city leaves behind is an absolutely ordinary human being. And that is what we're talking about here, ultimately. Ordinariness. That is the wisdom. You go through your whole spiritual journey trying to do all this, you know, new fucking diets. And, and I'm not saying you don't do that, you know, do all of that, please. Because that is the journey. But at some point you keep asking, "Well, I'm tired of this one. I'm tired of that one. I'm tired of that one. I did that and that one. Now what?" And suddenly, at one point, you just sit down and take a break, and then you see a a hummingbird, and you're taken away by the hummingbird, like you've never seen a hummingbird like that. You're like, "Oh my God, it's amazing!" (laughs) Might even start crying. You've seen the hummingbird. You're like, "Oh, it's so beautiful." Wow! And at that point, now you're getting it. And what I mean by that is, is if you can look at a person going through their whole fucking drama, bullshit, and still seeing them like a hummingbird, and that beauty, and obviously, you know, you're not gonna interact and be part of the whole thing, but you're seeing God. Ah, the fucking whatever," whatever drama they're going through, right? If you can love that, and, and love is an internal thing. It's not like you're going to stand up and hug them, you know, unless, you know, you feel it, but you know, it's usually it wouldn't. Um, but that love is that ordinariness. And it is, is, is it, 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 from that place, your decisions from where to put your attention, it's it going to start changing and they become multidimensional. That's that's the next layer of reality, right? So we've reached the end of the episode today, and the end of this jinky, jinky uh, forty-eight. And uh, as always, these cities are, we're looking into God, you know, and remembering how life is without time. You know, that's the contemplation. You know, how how's life without time? And you know. A few things can give you that, but most important is be honest with yourself, where you are. Nobody can tell you who you are, why are you here, or what you need. But if you find that love in your heart, then now, now you have that, that internal navigation system and you might need to go through the challenges or the nasties whatever that that still need to clear out the way for the next you know level of reality but but you you're not lost anymore and that is the most important thing doing and what we're doing here with this work um so podcast is every day Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. When you go to join.tv, that's jour TV. at the bottom. There's five links. One of them says uh, about and you can find all of our social media uh, links there. And you can see on any of the podcast episodes, you will see the links to all of our app or all of the apps uh, all of the podcast apps, Apple, um, Spotify, Google, Podbean, Stitcher. We have all of those links there too. And um, and there's the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. There's a Pioneers link at the bottom also that will take you to the category in TV. the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are interviews we do with people. And we just ask, um, you know, they share with us their journey through the dark night and how they found their treasure and brought it to the, you know, to their life, and how they got out of there, and how they're 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 sharing that with the world now, and it's so beautiful, you know, to hear everybody's got a different angle, a different unique frequency tone that resonates with a different kind of tribe. So it's, uh, you know, this is how we are all are interconnected, right? And uh, so, if you also want uh, need help on your journey. Uh, coaching and guidance right because ultimately you have to find this stuff yourself we're just helping each other realize this stuff for ourselves this is what all of this work is but if you want work, one-on-one work to work on specifics click on the support button at the bottom right corner of join.tv and find about our coaching programs we have a couple one for um, helping people Understand their hologenetic profile. How to read this map and get closer into their activation sequence. We have one called Life Design, and that is about um, how to integrate all your aspects of your life: your your relationships, your um, your your business, your work, your um, your purpose, your health. In alignment with your deeper spiritual purpose. Because a lot of times we go through life and we have aspects of our life that are out of alignment. And this is why our life is not harmonious. But the alignment can only be traced back to that center within our heart that is depolarized. That we've been talking about that. We also have... um, Another coaching program for people that are stuck in the dark night of the soul. You do not have to be stuck for years and decades. I did, and many people do. And, you know, if, if you have to, <clears throat> I mean, you have to, but you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, If you can change a neural net, and it takes about 90 days to change a very specific thing you can get out, get through the dark night of the soul. It's not like your challenges are going to go away, but now you're going to have the energy and the excitement and the love to to live a life from a completely different place. And we help people move through that. And you can check all of that at the bottom right corner of TV by clicking that support button I'll take you to that page. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening.